Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. Juma, 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 Mubarak. It's a Friday. It's a blessed day. And yes, the disclaimer. I didn't hate you so far, but anyway, the disclaimer: the views and opinion expressed by the presenter and the guest of the station is not necessarily that of the station. You got that, people? Yeah, that's a disclaimer. Mufti Ibrahim Smith, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And who handed it? E. Falakhunta, Mufti. Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi taala. And all our listeners in Yusuf, mashallah, the blessed uh, Jumu'ah, indeed, I heard the disclaimer, so gee, indeed, that is the disclaimer. It's not necessarily the view or the views expressed by uh, the speaker, G. <laughs> by the station. <laughs> we, we have to nah. make the disclaimer, you know, because <laughs> we're a little bit uh, on the, the brutally uh, truthful and honest uh, side. All right, maybe you can say it. It's not the views and opinion of the whisperer. A'udhu billah, imina shaitan rajim. Well, Mufti, was was a fisuduri nas mina jinnat. Okay, Mufti, we won't get into that part of it. But uh, mashallah, when you come on, uh, the questions are running in left, right, and center. This one says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. What's the ruling on participating in Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Mufti Saab? Yes, so Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, when they get consumers to fork out and cough up uh, money and are putting old stock, you have to be careful uh, because sometimes the prices are increased just before Black Friday. And on Black Friday, it's reduced to the normal price. Sometimes it old, it's old stock. Sometimes it is a gray stock. What is important to know for us as Muslims is that, uh, you know, that we shouldn't waste and squander because indeed those who squander and waste they are the brothers of uh, the shiatin, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the glorious Quran. So if uh, there's things that we need and there's things that we want, so rather we should buy the things that we need and not only the things that we want, you know, because our, our list of wants, uh, that exceeds our expectations and our lifestyle. However, Shafat, I just want to mention briefly that there's been a global cause, even by non-Muslims as well, that in honor of the people of Palestine and those who were killed in Gaza, etc., that people should uh, avoid and boycott uh, this uh, Black Friday. And I concur with that, that instead of making the coffers of uh, uh, these corporations and conglomerates, instead of enriching them further, uh, where the funds and pr- proceeds will be used against our own people again, that uh, non-Muslim people came forward and they've asked people, uh, you know, the youth, they came forward and asked people to avoid uh, this uh, Black Friday. So for a Muslim, there's never a Black Friday. Our Friday is the day of Juma, the blessed, the most blessed day of uh, the week, and it is also the Eid of the week. So we always have a good Friday, and uh, we cannot stand in a line for hours and hours uh, whilst we could have made uh, abundance the root upon Rasulullah Sallam and Dikr, because remember, it is a good, uh, blessed Friday for us, a day of Ibadah, a day of Surah Tulkaf, a day of making ghusl, applying itar and perfume. So now we're going to stand in a line and wasting hours on buying things which you could have bought uh, some other time. Then uh, your old Jumu'ah will be going, so people need to take uh, lessons uh, from that as well, G. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahib. Uh, who? I'll let you read that, Mufti. Because, hey, I got a doom, yeah. I got doom. Let me swear. Go ahead, Mufti. Yeah, I, I also just did the, the same thing now. You'll never believe. In fact, I just put the cans down. 
It says, Assalamu alaikum, did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send the mosquitoes uh, to kill Namrud? Yes, so Namrud, the king in the time of uh, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, who wanted to harass uh, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam and the family of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam, Nabi Ibrahim. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used a mosquito, an insect, uh, to enter into his ear. And uh, from there, you know, caused him pain. He basically killed himself because the thing started crawling inside his head. And uh, so when something uh, starts crawling in, there's no uh, medical uh, facilities available like what we have today, ENT specialists. So he started beating himself against the head. He basically killed himself. So this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses, you know, The Quran says, no one knows the army of Allah except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a king high, mighty, powerful, uh, the, uh, tyrant. Uh, that killed many people, incarcerated many people, oppressed them, etc. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used an insignificant uh, uh, insect uh, to cause his demise. So indeed, in that is lessons for each and every other tyrant oppressor in the world that uh, don't think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unmindful of the wrongs that you are doing, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, one of the best uh, ENT specialists in the whole world is living right next to you. Yeah, his name is uh, Dr. Zubair Dular Khan, world-renowned. Oh, okay. Yeah, he must come and meet you. My cousin, uh, Mufti. My no, cousin, I, I, my need, I need to meet him because I'm suffering from laryngitis. You can hear my voice uh, for the last month or so. It hasn't been uh, up to standard. Uh, it's going and disappearing and coming back, but I don't seem to get time to get help. So, inshallah, after the show, we will uh, meet and discuss. Uh, I'll set up a meeting with him, G. I think you you came for lunch there. I think, uh, no, it was Mufti Fayazul Rahim and I. That went to his place. Yeah, I remember that was the, the, the tour that we did. But uh, I'll make a plan for you. Uh, Mufti Saab, uh, can we bake uh, Christmas novelty cakes and sell it? Hey, jingle bells, jingles all the ways. Be careful, people. They'll jingle your money away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and not only that, you'll have Easter cakes, you have Christmas cakes, 21st cakes, this cake, that cake. So all of these cakes, uh, Shafat, you know, uh, remember it has religious connotations. You'll have to put up the fir tree leaves. you have to put up uh, Santa Claus. And all these other things, which uh, it has a religious connotations for the Christian uh, religion, Christian denomination. So in that way, you're actually glorifying, participating, selling, supporting, and uh, advancing uh, their religion and uh, their cause. You know, so it is not permissible for us to engage in these type of things, or to bake uh, and sell these types of goodies, or make give bags for that matter. Anything that has to do with their festivities and their festivals, that is completely prohibited uh, for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is prohibited in the glorious Quran under the verse, You know, let assist one in righteousness and goodness and do not assist one another in sin, vice and evil. So this is direct uh, supporting and, and uh, advancing the course of their religion. So we have our own Eid, we have our own festivals that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is permitted. If you want to bake, you can bake for our festivals, but you can't make money out of uh, their festivals as well, G. Yeah, Mufti likes lemmingtons, people. He likes the brown lemmingtons. Chocolate ones, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Double dip. Double dip. <laughs> yeah, and Yusuf, you tell me what you like. Mufti Saab, with a four-day truce, so who stands to benefit most, the Zionists or the Palestinians? Mufti, you and Mufti AK are the two most outspoken ulama regarding the Zionists. Many are silent. You are just too good. You too, you too should be touring the whole world. Allah bless you. Hey, Amen. that's a feather, feather in your cap. Either the student and uh, the teacher, and now the teacher, the student. I mean, what a team you all make, uh, Mufti Saab. Jeet is the student and teacher and teacher and student, Shavad. 
So sometimes we have to emulate uh, our seniors, you know, we have to speak out uh, against uh, the atrocities that is happening. And wallahi, that it is so sad, uh, you see still footage coming through. So the, the this truth won't benefit uh, Hamas. And I don't say Hamas anymore, I say the Palestinian people, because Hamas is just a... I faction there, it is a, a, a political party, you know, so when I refer to them, I say the Palestinian people, because Gaza are still Arabs and they're still part of the Palestinian people. So it won't benefit them as much as it will benefit the Zionists. What happened here is the Zionists were unable to retrieve uh, their own hostages, you know, they failed miserably and dismally, and, uh, and, and that is laughter for us because they're the superpower of this world. One of the best equipped armies with the best technology, radar, scanners, etc. And uh, they claim that they went into the tunnels, but they couldn't find their own hostages. So for them to uh, to agree to a four-day truce uh, in order to, uh, for their hostages to be released and uh, then to allow some aid and fuel and water in, uh, that is uh, the benefit is minimum for the people of Hamas. Tell me what will stop the, uh, the Israelis tomorrow from taking uh, Palestinian prisoners again. That is exactly what they're going to do after the truce. They're going to go into towns like Janine in, in the West Bank. They're going to go to Ramallah and all these other places. They're going to capture the women and the children again because these are the women and children that are filling the jails uh, in Palestine, you know, for crimes that they did not commit. So it is okay for Israel to keep hostages without the world making a noise about it. But the entire world condemned Hamas for keeping 240 uh, uh, Zionists uh, and all these other types of people as hostages. 240 compared to over 8,000, 10,000 prisoners that we know about. So there's no difference, uh, Shavat. At the end of the day, they're going to go back to, uh, they used to breaking their word and their covenant and their pledges. Uh, that is a trait of, of the Zionists, a trait of the Jews. You know, they broke it in the time of Rasulullah. They're going to break this one again. Uh, any truce, any peace initiative is short-lived for the people of uh, Palestine, G. Mufti Saba bin Salman called for an armed embargo and boycott of sending arms to Israel. Your thoughts? Lamentable, Shafat. After 48 days of war, now you're starting to call for an arms embargo and uh, the, the Zionists uh, should be boycotted and uh, sanctions imposed, not even sanctions, he doesn't use that word, that uh, they should, should not be sold arms to. But remember, 25% of all Israeli arms are exported to the Middle East. Saudi is the biggest buyer of Israeli weaponry arms, spy technology and drones, followed by Bahrain and the UAE. Uh, that is a fact. In fact, it's 24% goes just to that uh, three countries. So the one per, per point you're saying that uh, we shouldn't sell arms to them, but uh, on the other hand, you're buying from them, so you are still supporting them. So that is just to appease the broader Islamic community and uh, to raise the Saudi voice, to uh, you know, diplomatically saying uh, that uh, we're also raising our voice. Now, after 48 days, you're telling us this nonsense that you should have done years ago already by not buying arms from them and by not selling arms to them either. If that would have been the case, you know, then this war might have swung a different direction. So this is all noise coming from the biggest noise makers. Uh, his noise is, is, is actually bigger than the noise that is happening in Riyadh in the desert storm, the desert show, and uh, the, the rave concert and party that they are busy with. He should focus on, on eradicating that, stopping the vice, the evil and facade that is happening there before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes uh, the earth to, to, to shake beneath their feet or causes the earth to swallow them or send down torrential rains and floods upon them. That is looming, Shafat. The writing is on the wall. Saudi is on the brink of destruction, G. Uh, brother says, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Uh, Mufti Saab, can one sell a lost item picked <laughs> up in the street? <laughs> hey, looking for a luck. <laughs> I'm telling you, finders, keepers. There's no finders, keepers 
Instead, it's losers, weepers. In this case, if you pick up any item in the street, you will have to make ta'arif. Ta'arif means you will have to announce it for a full year. You will have to put it up uh, on social media, posters, etc. And uh, the person who claims to, to own it, that person will need to come to you. That person will need to identify Shafat. He must describe to you to the T exactly what it is that he lost, how much money was in there, the purse, the wallet, whatever it is. Then only you will hand it over to that person. Now, if that doesn't happen, then uh, you are allowed to give it away as charity. Even you yourself, you don't keep it, you know. If you don't have a need for it, then give it away as charity, G. Mufti Saab, the other day I bought a cloned cell phone from a man who I thought was reputable. Now I've discovered that he is someone dealing in the B route. What do I do, Mufti Saab? I feel like giving the phone back and asking for my refund, but he is someone that won't give you ice in winter. Mufti? What is there to be reputable about? You know, the person is a chore, he's a crook. Uh, if you sell any counterfeit product, you're supposed to tell the people that this is not the original, original this is not the Makoya, that is, this is not uh, the actual product. That is the honest part of uh, a business transaction. Otherwise, there's no baraka in the business. A person will end up losing more money than what he thought he gained at the end of the day. So you, if you sell things like this, you know, it's illegal in our country, and uh, now you're selling these fake products, you should tell the people that uh, you are buying this, but it is not the original, it's a replica of what... Of, of of the original, then the, the purchaser has a choice either to buy it from you or to walk away. In this case, the person was fooled and uh, the person was deceived. So, uh, you know, in that case, he should return the money uh, back to the purchaser and uh, he should take the product back. Uh, go up to him, you know, confront him and tell him that this is unacceptable. That, uh, you cannot be a reputable person if you're not honest. Uh, unfortunately, in business practices, sometimes... Many people exceed and transgress the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shawad, just to make a quick buck, a quick coin. They end up losing the entire life savings uh, when the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah's promise comes. Gee. Now, Bufi, you know, there's something, if uh, you, know, you find individuals like this, uh, they uh, play, you know, very holy moly in uh, society. And as soon as you threaten them, hey, I'm going to tell Mufti Brian Smith about you, or Mufti AK, or Mufti, uh, you know, they suddenly they back down. Why is that so, Mufti Saab? <laughs> I think it's because of you, you know, Shavad, you're mentioning something now. I, I, I used to think that why are so many people sending me complaints? So I, I became like, a, you know, someone, a complaint station. So people from across the globe, people from South Africa, Durban, Joburg, they're sending me complaints about the ulama, about personal dealings, about this or that. And then they're actually asking me to speak out about it and to address some of these issues. Now, these are serious things that need to require or required to speak about, you know, so I'm not a DJ where I can just uh, jump on and uh, start playing a tune or just start speaking about something. We need all the facts and uh, we need uh, all the records. But what I can tell you is that I think people find solace in the fact that there's still people outspoken in community uh, that can defend their rights because the secular courts are failing them. Some judiciary uh, bodies from amongst the ulama are failing them, you know. They're brushing it underneath uh, the carpet, so they use people like me, Mufti AK, and uh, others as well to address certain issues. So uh, but that is all we can do. We can use our voice to conscientize the people. But uh, that holy moly attitude, uh, that stings if a person is corrupt uh, from inside. You know, you need to address it there and uh, resolve the issue in the matter between you and between that person. Fix the wrongs in this life. Because in the year after, you're going to pay that person with your actions. And if you don't have good deeds, then that person's bad deeds will be placed upon your shoulders. 
and uh, you can burn in the fire of Jahannam for that. So don't go after a few rants. There's many people who are doing uh, many wrongs against people because I know my phone is literally flooded, and I'm sure there's other ulama that are outspoken. Their phones are flooded. Some of these issues we address, Shafat, some of these issues are, are so heinous, you know, we don't want to discuss it because it's so disgusting, G. Yeah, Mufti Saab, as you and I are talking, you can see there's thousands of messages coming through from around the globe. And I'm going to let you read that. You pick, I mean, look at the thousand messages there. You pick any message you want. Yeah, maybe it that's says, one you want to pick. Okay, let's look at this one. It says here, it says, can I make Akika of two sheep in two different countries? Yes, you can make. It doesn't need to be slaughtered on the same place or at the same space, you know. So if you want to do one year and one you want to do in Bangladesh, one you want to do in Palestine, one you want to do in some poor country, uh, Syria, or somewhere else that you know of, you can do it uh, in that way also. You don't need to do it just from uh, from uh, uh, the, the place that where you are living. What is important is that you carry out the sunnah and you slaughter your two sheep, G. Mufti Saab, isn't it time uh, that the Muslims of South Africa start a genuine uh, political party promoting Sharia? We have uh, no real uh, representation. Mufti? I agree, Shavad. I agree 100%. But you must remember that uh, you're coming up with a promotion of Sharia against a Kufr democracy. So how is that going to work now? Because somehow you'll have to integrate your Sharia into their policies and uh, you'll end up having to... uh, to sort of, uh, you know, uh, dilute the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what we do need is a real, genuine Islamic uh, political party run uh, by uh, people who are, you know, not Islamically inclined, but who are actually practicing Muslims, people with Islamic uh, knowledge uh, knowledge of Sharia, uh, ulama, etc., that can lead and uh, defend uh, the cause of Islam. We saw what the Adhan issue was, we saw what the marriage bill, uh, we saw what the Bela Bela education system uh, and, and many other things that will most probably come, the anti-terrorism bill that will be against Islam. We're going to need the real voices in Parliament. And uh, it is almost time for voting in elections, you know. Uh, unfortunately, sadly, those who are claiming that they are present, representing uh, the Muslim Ummah at large, they, they, that's the biggest lie. They're only representing their own perks and boons and, and bounties that they get from government being on the government train. So uh, I would support something like that, but it must be a pure party purely for the sake of Allah, purely for the establishment of Islam in Tawheed, and uh, nothing to do with uh, any uh, policy that there is to do with uh, Kufr democracy, G. Mufti Saab, absolutely brilliant. As we said, uh, we got thousands of questions that people we have time constraints on the show. Uh, Mufti Saab, uh, as usual, uh, you were firing on all cylinders. But take it easy with your voice. Take it easy. Maybe, you know, let the amplifier do the thing. Yeah, yeah, Mufti, yeah, you know, you don't do the shouting. <laughs> we, we, we need you to, uh, you know, keep it there, keep it under control. And uh, perhaps uh, people, yeah, you know, maybe you're overusing Mufti Saab, you know, calling to venues and maybe the sound is not right. And Mufti is saying, no, man, no, you are ruining his uh, vocals there. But uh, Mufti Saab, your parting words uh, this morning. Inshallah, Shabbat, I'll be coming to Durban. I hope to meet you in this week. Uh, I won't be there for, for Friday to be in the studio live because I have another Juma venue somewhere in Pumalanga. So uh, I, I will meet you either Wednesday or Tuesday, Inshallah. Uh, personally in uh, in Durban, I'm coming, uh, and then I will meet certain greet and discuss, and you can hear my voice. I agree with you, you know, I think I've overworked my voice for, from June until now. There's no rest on one day. I gave seven lectures, you know, on the Friday, uh, excluding the two radio programs. It means you do. So that is nine 
in a one day and each lecture is in about an hour. So you can imagine how that takes its toll, you know. So I'm looking forward to meeting you, Shafat, and uh, just spending some uh, quality time in your blessed company. Tazakum al-khairan and to all the listeners. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Ufi, give me that time. I'm going to cook for you. And I'll even feed you with my hands. I'll that I'll break that kebab and chutney and I'll give you <laughs> your strawberries and your creams and those cakes and whatever you want, Mufti Saab. Just give me the date and inshallah. We'll make ready it for to... Thursday. We'll make it for Thursday because Thursday I have to Done. leave. I have to leave uh, back for, to, uh, to Pumalanga side. So after yeah. I meet you for lunch, inshallah, I leave Durban uh, going to Pumalanga, inshallah. All right, it's done, Mufti Saab. Inshallah, look after yourself. And inshallah, we'll meet soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi Yes, sir, to all of you, you sent in those questions. But just look at it. They Just look at it, Yusuf. Yeah, yeah, we can send that to forward to Mufti Brian Smith. Keep it locked on uh, to Sirius FM for beautiful programming and lovely nasheed interspersed. Thank you very much. And big jazakallah khaira to Yusuf Asma for Top Tech uh, this uh, morning. And uh, there'll be the spiritual hour coming up uh, later and uh, the uh, translation of the Juma Qutbah from the Holy Land by Mufti A.K. Hussain. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.